Hello, and you're very welcome to Mind You, where I dive into how different people use different ways to self-care. I'm Brian Barnes from Brian Barnes Wellbeing, where I partner with people to create unique wellbeing solutions. Today, I'm delighted to be talking to Yvonne Skelly. Yvonne has a huge passion for serving and minding others through her work as an intuitive energy and sound healer, as a well-being entrepreneur, as a speaker, and the founder of Lakeshore Wellness Centre. So Yvonne, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you, Brian. I'm truly honoured to be invited on. Thank you so much. Thank you, Yvonne. You're so welcome. And can you start off by telling me about yourself and how you got to here? Sure. Um, yeah. Um, well, hello, everybody. Um, I started my journey into this really in my late teens. Um, so I started very, very young and I had always a sense of wanting to know more about the nature of reality, about our potential as human beings and just understanding how powerful potentially we are and how creative we can be. So I started to read things like Louise Hay books and uh, positive affirmations and mind power and all of that in my late teens. And then in my early 20s, I started to deep dive more into the healing by starting to study healing. And actually, I remember um, I I went I started off with Reiki, which is what a lot of uh, healers will start off as. Um, And I was the first person that ever attended the Reiki course, having never experienced Reiki. (laughs) I just knew intuitively I had to go and study this modality. And straight away, I felt very at home working with energy. And that started me to to, on a journey of self-exploration. And fundamentally, I started it off really for my own healing journey, for my own sense of understanding more about myself and where I was limiting myself and where I needed to to cultivate my true power. And uh, so a lot of my healing journey, and I've studied loads of stuff. So I went on and studied, you know, did loads of different types of workshops and then studied craniosacral therapy, crystal therapy, um, uh, lots of different energy healing modalities. And uh, I also did sound healing in 2011, which, pardon the pun, I really resonated with. <laughs> so that was something. And I, I interweave sound into everything that I do now. Um, but that started me on a journey since my late uh, teens, early 20s. And that journey is ongoing. Like I'm, I'm in my kind of mid 40s now and uh, I'm still learning. I'm still evolving and um, which is a, a beautiful journey to be on. But as somebody, you know, doing this journey, it was very important for me to embody and be a living expression of what I'm trying to inspire other people to be. So um, it was important for me to deep dive into my own healing process and understand more about myself and continue that journey. Um, and then by osmosis almost, you're inspiring other people because everything to me is about energy and frequency. So if you're looking at your own self and expanding into your wholeness and into your potential, people feel that frequency emanating from you before you've even said anything. It's about being authentic. It's about being fully congruent in what you say you are and what you do. And um, so this is this is the journey. This, so it's been, you know, late teens, early 20s. And it's been a very uh, interesting journey, shall we say, over the years, you know. 
Wow. Thanks for sharing that journey with me, Yvonne. And diving deeper into how you mind others. Like, I suppose we, we talk about your two hats, your, your kind of healer hat and your well-being entrepreneur hat. But the, the healer hat, like, you know, when someone comes to you or when you were working with someone or online or in person and you, know, you have such a varied toolkit and, you know, I suppose like it, 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 it's just an amazing toolkit to kind of dip into. How do you know what, where to start with them and which tool to use? When a, a client comes to me, I very much use uh, my intuition. And so how a healing um, experience unfolds depends on the person that's presenting in front of me and where they're at, what frequency they're at, what's going on for them, what their intention is. So, you know, I, I, I always find it very interesting, um, but I'll use the, whatever modalities I have, and that can be crystals, that can be sounds, that can be energy based on the moment and based on my intuition and what I feel is the, is the right thing to use in that moment. But ultimately, I'm just a channel. And where the healing session goes is very much directed by the individual in front of me. So literally, I suppose, yeah, look, at we're all on different paths and different parts, different points in that path. So it's literally mm. kind of person-centered, like you're kind yeah. of tuning in to the person kind of sitting in front of you. Yeah. I mean, some people are coming because they might be in a crisis. Uh, maybe they're going through a very turbulent time in their life, a separation, change in jobs, a debt, a bereavement, you know. So the kind of healing that they need would be more, I suppose, firefighting or, or trying to maintain some sense of equilibrium. And then so that's a different type of healing experience. And then I have other people that have come to me because one of the things I find over the years is I might have for want of a better word, light workers coming to me and they know they have, they have a sense of purpose. They have a sense of, they have an objective to achieve this lifetime, but they're not quite sure of where to start or they just need a reminder of who they are and what their talents are. And those kind of sessions often occur where people are coming along and that healing session is very different to somebody that maybe is in crisis that healing session is about just reminding somebody of who they are. So, and that would be very intuitively led. And it's like, as if in some ways I can unlock something within them. I move a, a dial within them to realign or to help them remember. And then they can just expand. And I've seen that a few times with people over the years that have come to me that are absolutely amazingly advanced, powerful souls but they just needed somebody to hold that space and say, look who you are, go and do it. And it's been tremendously joyful for me to work with people like that, set them off on their journey and watch them just achieve amazing things and become the amazing healers and spiritual teachers that they are. So it really depends on who presents themselves, what unfolds and uh, on what happens in a session. But it's always intuitively led in that moment. Okay, I love that. I love that. And Yvonne, like, have you noticed, let's say, you know, in the last couple of years with, you know, everything that's gone on, like, is, has, you know, has the problems or issues that people that are coming to you with kind of have the changed or are the same? I've definitely noticed over the last few years in the post-COVID era that people are much more willing now to self-reflect on their life and definitely have a sense of curiosity about who they are what they're here for and trying to tap into creating a life that's much more in alignment with who they are and their value systems 
So I've definitely seen that change. And when those kind of things happen, sometimes people are in massive transition because when they start to self-reflect, they suddenly start to review their life and realize, gosh, that relationship is not working or that career path that I've chosen is not what I want or this family dynamic is not really healthy for me. So that creates, um, you, you know, experiences where they might have to reassess their life and make changes that can be quite scary sometimes. So they are seeking support or clarification or a way to tap into their power. So I've definitely noticed that um, occurring over the last number of uh, months, for sure. Okay, wow. And diving into your kind of, you're a well-being entrepreneur, you're the founder of Lakeshore Wellness Centre. And I know we've talked about this, you're working on a few festivals at the moment. What does that look like? Yeah, I mean, the festivals, um, really in response to what I just mentioned there about this rising curiosity in people, and as as somebody who runs wellness or runs wellness centers, um, I could see this trend, and I felt inspired then to create festivals, because like that, I know myself from my own healing journey. Different, I suppose, wellness practices have served me well at different times over my life. So I started to, I said, got the inspiration last year to create wellness festivals to make it accessible for people to experience wellness um, and experience different healing techniques and modalities and workshops at a very affordable way, in a way that's deeply connective. So we do one day wellness festivals at the moment and people can experience different things like shamanic drumming, breath work, cacao, body movement, meditation, sound healing, lots of different things and different talks as well. So it's like an education experience as well as an actual experience on the day. And it allows people to dip their toe into that, you know, without massive commitment, just come along for the day and maybe experience something that will inspire them to further pursue that beyond the day of the wellness event. Um, so I'm starting to build this movement almost around creating wellness festivals, making it, it accessible. And most importantly, because what I have noticed is that people have felt quite disconnected from themselves and disconnected from each other. So one of the key values or key visions behind the wellness festivals that I'm starting to create um, and have created is to give people that experience of connection again. Yeah. Connection in a way that's that's loving, that's inviting, that's heart opening, that's nurturing to people. And this is what people are coming back to me to say the most profound experience at these wellness festivals was that sense of community and co-creating together this lovely environment that's nurturing and feeling of connectedness to themselves and to others. Um, and that's a movement that's starting to happen now. So I'm, I've done them on the East Coast. I've done them on the West Coast. I'm going to Kilkenny, uh, the bank holiday, August. There's plans in the pipeline to reach all corners of Ireland, down the south, up north, um, and start to build this movement in response to a, a real need Um for people to 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 have that space to connect with themselves again and to start to empower themselves again. I mean, the name of my company is Empower Health because that's what I you know aim to do is to help people come back to themselves, empower themselves, and start to cultivate a life that is a, an expression of who they are and joyful and playful and creative and balanced and harmonious. That's what it's all about ultimately. 
Absolutely. I love that, Yvonne. And I love the way you're talking about empowering people because, you know, a, a big reason I started this podcast, as I told you earlier, was when, you know, all the lockdowns and people couldn't go to, uh, you know, a festival or a healer. So it was what they could do themselves in their own home. Do you know what I mean? Within five yeah. kilometers, all that kind of stuff. So, and like, I suppose, like, you know, my message to people, to myself, you know, I have to remind myself that, you know, like that kind of, self-care that self-love self-compassion is from the inside out like a lot of people will kind of you know look for kind of the outside in and you know that you know there are kind of healings and kind of you know let, let's say um you know therapies and spa days and kind of you know like going to people for for help but the essence of it is coming from the inside out yeah 100 percent. and i often say it that the the real revolution, the real transformation in this world is going to come from the inside. It's the inner revolution. Yeah. And this is what, what, as a company, I'm trying to hold that space for to enable people to do that inner revolution piece. Because that is, you know, if people are at peace within themselves, it's going to be expressed in the world in the wider context. So it's a, it's a time now in humanity's existence where we really do have to take full responsibility for our own experience, take full responsibility for how it's expressed in the world outside us. And how we do that is by doing the inner work. Yeah. And that requires courage and bravery. And we can't do it alone. We have to do it in unifying together, co-creating, supporting and building that community with each other. Um, so that's really, really important. But the inner work is the absolutely essential part of creating a society that is balanced and equitable and heaven on earth. Really, that's what we're trying to achieve. Absolutely. And again, we've talked about this before. Like, it, it's not easy. Like, again, I suppose a lot of people, you know, they tr- you know, like, they kind of avoid doing that inner work because it's, mm. it's, it's hard. It's difficult, isn't it? It is absolutely, and I, I've witnessed it myself over the years in the spiritual communities. There's a lot of spiritual bypassing going on, yeah. Um, because people want to like real deep healing is messy, it, it requires you to sit in the darkest recesses of your soul, of your wounding, of the stories that you've been telling yourself, and, and sitting and taking an honest inventory of it and transcending it and alchemizing it and that can be quite a messy process it, it, it does require looking at everything in your life and, and letting things fall away that are not serving you or you know your family or your your marriage or whatever it is um, and that takes courage because a lot of us like to be in comfortable situations so even though we may not be happy in a certain job or happy in a certain relationship we just go along with it just to, to not to rock the boat so, yeah, go with the and we just settle. And uh, what I'd say to people is, you know, have courage to look at your life and know that you absolutely deserve to be happy, to be fulfilled, to live a life that's joyful and full of beautiful synchronicity and flow and connection. And, the, the, the gap between where you are maybe perhaps right now and achieving that might be a little bit messy and might require a little bit of shedding different relationships or dynamics or, or jobs that can be a bit scary because it feels like you're jumping off the edge of a cliff. But that process, if you can just allow yourself to move through it and do it with support and do it with 
you know, healers and people around you that can support you. What is beyond jumping off that cliff is just the most incredible life experience that you can have. And there's freedom and there's joy in that. And you suddenly start to take back your own power, taking full responsibility for your experience. And that means the bad stuff as well as the good stuff. But when you take that responsibility, you have the power and you're in the driving seat. And that's an incredible position to be in because you can create whatever it is that you want in your life. Absolutely. And again, it can feel scary. I know that myself, it can feel scary, but it's also, you know, like so empowering and so exciting. And, and uh, you know, you're taking that kind of control of, of, of the wheel. Like, there's a quote I love, I think it's by Oscar Wilde. He said to take your skeletons out of the closet and go dance with them in the street. Yes, I love it. Yeah. Sit and embrace everything, all the messiness of you. Yeah. And that's one of the things I've learned over the years is not to, as I said, not to run from that. So if I'm have very, and now because of all the different practices and the healing that I've done and it's ongoing, so it's not like I've all of it figured out or I'm in this constant blissful state. But when I have a very strong emotional response to something or a trigger is what you might call it, I sit with it and I observe it and I go, okay, this is interesting. What is this showing me? And I, I allow myself to feel it and and play with it and say, OK, well, I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling sad or this person has elicited a certain response in me or this experience is what is it showing me? What is it teaching me? And and look at it without judgment, look at it with compassion, without too much attachment to the story that we think we are, because we all have this story. And I've certainly observed over the years that oftentimes People can attach themselves very strongly to the trauma that they've experienced Mm. and they almost identify as that victim or that experience. But if we can detach ourselves a little bit, become more the observer and realize that we are infinite beings with infinite capacity and that some of these things that we've experienced are just experiences. And that's not to say that they're not very difficult and quite traumatic. But it's not to attach ourselves forever to that story. Look at it, observe it, learn from it, and then just transcend it. And but it's important to go through the messy part first. Yeah, but again, to learn the lessons and you know yeah. to, to turn those wounds into wisdom. Absolutely, it's like the wounded warrior, you know, the wounded healer. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a necessary. And I know from my own life experiences, you know, some of the really challenging, difficult things I've had to experience. You know, when I look back now, they've taught me so, so much. So whilst I wouldn't be overly keen to go through them again, yeah. I certainly am very grateful for the experiences that they've given me because they've taught me so much and they've brought me back to myself and they've they've shown me where I have um, maybe played small or not honoured myself or, or not loved myself enough. Because ultimately, all of our journeys, I feel, is about coming back to ourselves and self-love and understanding our worth and understanding our power as divine beings in this human physical vessel here on uh, earth. Absolutely. I love it. And again, that kind of messy part, like I, I, I kind of, I love a quote in Buddhism. They say, you know, to eat a live frog first thing in the morning. And after that, your day can only get better. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, like if you're going through and like, we again, we've discussed this, like going through that dark night of the soul and maybe looking inwards and kind of dancing with your 
with your skeletons and but it's you know once you go through it you're out the other side you know it's almost you know like kind of walking on hot coals once yeah. you go through it you're out the other side yeah and and also you learn from it and yeah. when things when you really go through because i think all of us will have several dark nights of the soul Mm -hmm. different levels and different versions of them throughout our life because that is the nature of this human experience but when you go through a dark night of the soul and you realize gosh I survived that and I was able to cultivate a lot more joy after that and a lot more freedom when something goes wrong you, you have a I suppose an inner confidence within yourself then so when something goes wrong and I, I certainly I practice this in, in my life you know when different things go unexpected or what I might have perceived as a, a big crisis 10 years ago, I just look at it and go, wow, why the, the universe is orchestrating this experience because it's going to show me something and it's going to bring something better in, you know, even for my business context, you know, recently I've, I've closed two of my centers. I had three wellness centers and I've closed two of them. And some people might perceive that as, oh my God, your two of your centers are gone. And like one of them was a very busy center that I never expected to close. But through certain circumstances, it just it became apparent that the universe was orchestrating the closure of this center. And normally, maybe 10 years ago, I might have went, oh, my God, oh, my God, this is the crisis. My center is closing. What am I going to do? Whereas because I've gone through dark nights of the soul and I'm starting to trust my inner power and my inner strength, I realize that when something like that happens, it's an opportunity. It's, it's, it's falling away of a certain energy. And in that vacuum, something else is being is going to come in. And that's exactly what's happened. So my whole business has started to re-pivot into creating this movement of the wellness festivals, for example, because that's where I can have much more impact now. And that's where the universe seems to want me to go. Because ultimately, I yes, I'm a business owner on one level, but ultimately I set it up to be in service to humanity. And this is very much part of the... Um, the journey of, of self-love and community is in giving you receive. So being in service is a very beautiful thing to, to do because you can also receive in that beautiful energy exchange of that. Um, so I'm trusting and I'm learning and I'm gaining confidence in my ability to overcome different things and realize that things are happening for me, not against me. So you build confidence definitely in, in these experiences and you start to trust more. Yeah. Absolutely. And you build up a kind of a resilience. A resilience uh, and, a, and excitement as well. Yeah. So when things go wrong and you realize this energy is falling away, you cultivate this sense of excitement of, okay, well, what's going to come in now for this? Yeah. So you're flowing with things and you're much more trusting and you're allowing the synchronicities to happen and they inevitably do happen. Yeah, absolutely. And Yvonne, we mentioned there were kind of, you know, like this work isn't for everybody, that kind of, you know, let's say mm. looking inside and a lot of people kind of don't want or can't do it uh, you know that spiritual bypassing but for mm. people that are on this path and I include myself here you know like I suppose comparing yourself to where someone else is on the path like you know I suppose for me I, I, I tend to do that sometimes and you know it's the kind of realize that everyone is on their own different path and their own different journeys and you know to compare against someone else's path is is not a wise thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's to never compare yourself with anyone else because we're all on our own unique journey. And when you get into comparison, there's always going to be somebody that you perceive to be on a much higher state or better life or better job or better relationships or whatever it is. Comparing yourself to, to others or others' journey is just, 
understand that you're on your own unique journey and you're exactly where you need to be at that moment and to trust yourself and trust in your own ability to navigate your journey in a way that's the highest benefit of yourself and everyone with whom you're connected with so it's i i I never try to come you know we're moving away from that comparison energy that competitive energy and more into a unity type consciousness if you like and a co-creative type consciousness but we can all support each other on the journey um i know there's some of us maybe that are, are have have done a little bit more inner work than others but we can be of service then to help people as they start that journey absolutely absolutely and Yvonne again coming back to your you know you're wearing two hats you're a healer and an entrepreneur what's Mm -hmm. your favorite part of what you do and why gosh my favorite part of what I do um my favorite part of what I do is to whether that be on a one-to-one basis or, you know, at festivals and all of the, the wider stuff I do as an entrepreneur is seeing people starting to connect with that inner power that they have, that inner essence um, and, and to move away from victim consciousness or move away from giving their power away every day of the week to various different things, whether that be you know society or family or relationships and and starting to bring back their power when you see somebody starting to step into their power and do that with joy and see the flow that happens when you start to really connect with that power within that gives me so much joy that makes my heart sing and even with clients that I've seen over the years and they've they've stepped into their power and you can see the magic that's unfolding because that's what they're waiting for is the other side of the little stories we tell ourselves. When we let go of that and realize who we really are, that's what gives me tremendous joy. I, I mean, I can't even, my heart just swells when I see people doing that. Um, so that's what gives me joy and that's what motivates me. Because I know that if we individually start to connect with the power of who we are, that that is just going to transform this world because it can be very overwhelming when you look at the macro level and think, how are we going to change some of these systems? Because our world is in chaos at the moment and a lot of our systems are not functioning right. They're corrupt or they're not working or they're breaking down. And that can be very overwhelming when you look at that. But when you break it down and you bring it to the individual level and, you, and people start to step into their power and create the magic their soul is here to do, there's just so much joy in that. That just honestly makes my heart sing. Wow. I love that, Yvonne. I love that. And can you tell me now how you mind you? How I mind me? I suppose the number one thing for me um, is I love nature. So I use nature as a way, because we are part of nature, and I, we've, a lot of us have forgotten this, this connection. So I find nature is incredibly nurturing for, nurturing for me. And in my darkest moments, I'll go off into nature, into the wilderness, and I'll just connect with a tree or a lake or the mountains and just allow nature to nurture me. And I mean, even science shows us that nature, everything about nature physiologically has a very positive impact, mentally, emotionally has a very positive impact on us. So nature is one of the greatest healers we have, um, if we can reconnect to that. And then, of course, you know, surrounding myself with people and a community of healers so I, I go for regular treatments myself 
And sometimes I might focus more on body work or I might do more energy work or breath work. It depends on where I'm at. And all of them have a different role to play at different times. But I do practice a lot of self-care myself now. So I will go for regular treatments at least once a month, whether it be, you know, the body work or energy work or whatever. I do spend a tremendous amount of time in nature because it recalibrates me, it reconnects me. And I meditate quite a lot. And meditation com- comes in all forms. So it doesn't have to be this big story of an hour-long meditation. It could be just sitting in stillness and quiet contemplation. But one of the things I have done over the last five years, and this may not be popular for a lot of people, but I have no TV in my home. And I don't listen to the radio a whole lot, the mainstream radio. So... I, I allow a lot of stillness and quiet time, so I don't distract myself with a lot of noise around me. I allow myself a lot of time to sit with myself, which allows me to connect to my soul, to guide me in the different things that I do every day. So nature, treatments, and no distractions with mainstream media and telly and radio, giving myself plenty of quiet time to contemplate and meditate is what I do. Cool. That sounds good to me, Yvonne. And yeah. where can people find you? So people can find me uh, probably uh, if you're on Instagram, Yvonne Skelly Healing on Instagram or my business then uh, LakeshoreWellnessCenter.com is the website or Lakeshore Wellness Center on Instagram. So they're probably the best places to find us, to find me. Um, and we do a lot of stuff in my company. We have a lot of you know events that we do, but we also do a lot of um, donation based stuff as well. So we do a monthly fire ceremony that's donation-based, which is very much in the ethos of what we're trying to do. We want to make everything accessible and build that community and support um, local people and local areas um, with wellness activities. So, But they're the best places to find me, yeah. Instagram and lakeshorewellnesscentre.com. Cool. And I'll put links to your website and your Instagram onto this podcast. And I know there's a, a festival coming up in Kilkenny. I do indeed. Yeah, we're going to uh, Butler House and Garden in Kilkenny City. It's a beautiful blue book hotel, a boutique hotel. And we're bringing our festival there on Saturday, the 5th of August. So and, and our festival, just for those who are listening and maybe haven't been to them, the festival is from 10 to 6 on the day. And it has a full schedule of lots of different experiential workshops and talks that people can get involved in. So breathwork, shamanic drumming, um, body movement, different talks on various different things. And then there's lots of little treatments that people can experience too. So there could be massage, reflexology, Reiki. So it's, it's an opportunity for people to dip their toe in and experience these different things. Um, and that's on the 5th of August. Yeah, so we're very excited. It's our first time coming to Kilkenny. And one of the things we're doing is we're collaborating with local people as well. So that's one of my visions as a company is to, to make sure that we're co-creating and collaborating. So we rock up in Kilkenny, we bring some of our core team with us, but then we're also supporting and advocating for the local wellness people on the ground so that when we leave, there's still that support and we're helping to build momentum and uh, give people access and, and promote the local people in the area long after we're gone. Cool, brilliant. Well, that sounds that sounds really exciting, and I aim to be there myself. Brilliant, but Yvonne. For today, 
thank you so much. Like we could talk for hours, but for, for now, thank you so much for being so kind and so generous and so honest and, you know, for sharing that amazing toolkit that you use and all the people that you're helping and how you mind you and best of luck with everything that you do in the future. Oh, thank you so much, Brian. And thank you for the invitation to come on. Thanks, Yvonne. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Mind You. And I hope you've learned about the benefits of holistic self-care. Please like, subscribe and follow Mind You podcast wherever you listen to it. And please share it so we can keep the ripple effect of holistic self-care going out to the world. Find me and mind you at Brian Barnes Wellbeing.com.